we have to take a, a minor sideways step here. For those who have followed us on that podcast, we have some news which you may already be aware of if you've been following the Fallout fiasco with Interplay. And this music's really going to, you know, cover up everything we talk about. <laughs> yes, yeah. it will. I'm going to have to turn this off. Jingle, jangle. Okay. Yeah, so the lawsuit that's been going on for many, many years now is over. Both of Yay. them are over, in fact. Yay. Who said yay? Well, I thought you said it was over, and then you said far from over, so sorry, bad timing. If the lawyers aren't getting money anymore, it's all good. <laughs> for everyone but the lawyers. <laughs> I like that. Interplay can no longer make a Fallout MMO. That is over. There is no Fallout MMO. Although, uh, tongue-in-cheek Kotaku said, isn't it curious how Bethesda has an arm that specializes in making MMOs? Uh, so maybe there will be a Fallout MMO. <laughs> but not by Interplay. Somebody in a comment on Joystick pointed out when people were complaining that the company that created the IP no longer has the IP. Uh, well, the people who made Fallout don't work for Interplay anymore. They work for Obsidian, and they gave us Fallout New Vegas. And it appears to me that Obsidian and Bethesda have a pretty good working relationship. So I suspect that means Fallout 4 and possibly another Fallout series afterwards. It's not like Call of Duty, how we have the Black Ops in between Modern Warfare 3 and Modern Warfare 2, right? Maybe we're just going to keep getting different Fallout games from these two people. Every couple of years. Well, it depends. I don't know. They did say the next game is not going to be an Obsidian one. At least that's what the stuff I've read But no, says. it's going to be Fallout 4. Right. But then, then say they're going to do the next Elder Scrolls game. Well, what if we've got like a three-year cycle here? Or maybe there's a fourth game involved. But if we get Fallout 4 and then we get Fallout Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, we, then we get, you know, Tamriel. Would that be Raul Rides Again? <laughs> right. That would be an awesome. <laughs> Maggie likes it. She's in. <laughs> oh, so I put up a silly little poll on the Facebook group about who's the best host. Uh, <laughs> Maggie voted for herself. Come on. Now, come on. You didn't make a thing that would exclude us voting from each other. That's your fault for setting up a bad poll. Yes. There's actually several people commented on other options they wanted. They wanted all of us. They wanted none of us. Uh, Your poll was fail. Even though I'm winning. Lots of votes. <laughs> I think we call this the epic fail poll. This is the oh. first poll I've done. I'm like Dan Quick from Polycast fan. <laughs> you out there are fans of Civilization 4, 5, 3, 2, 1, Alpha Centauri, and all every other sun- pirates. Pirates? Dinosaurs? <laughs> if you like any of those games, uh, I'm going to point you to Polycast. Because Dan Quick, our friend, he does a podcast about civilization and all. Did you say revolution? I forgot about revolution. Yeah, there's just a rare podcast too. Yeah, it's a yeah. sub podcast. I've never played revolution. I definitely a Civ Four person. I'm not a huge fan of Civ Five, but I can. It's starting to not be as bad as I. Anyway, this isn't a civilization <laughs> podcast. Let's, to, let's let's get to the, the topic at hand. Is it the polycast dot net, Mackie? The polycast, yeah. The, the polycast.net. The polycast.net. If you want to listen to stuff about civilization, go see our friend Dan and his crew, of which Mackie is a part, mm-hmm. and listen to their podcast because they, they're great people. And those of you who voted Mackie as the best host, that gets you more Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> Mackie, and she will vote for herself again. <laughs> and I guess the whole segue was that Dan loves polls. 
But we're going to talk and about... And top 10 lists. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Scott? And top 10 lists. And top 10 lists. You love anyway, We haven't done top 10 lists yet. Maybe never, hopefully. Well, somebody did. I will mention this before we go on to the topic at hand. Somebody did mention on the Facebook group that one thing they'd like to see us talk about at some point is which are the best five perks in the game. So you could end up doing a, a segment on that at some point, but I'll leave that. Yeah, that's, actually, that's a good one. I agree. We should do that one in the future when we've had a bit of time to prepare. And think of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're going to talk about the College of Winterhold faction quest line because we sort of brushed over it higgledy-piggledy in the earlier episodes, but we, we haven't really dedicated a whole slot to, you know, discussing it from the beginning to the end. And if you do this one early in your mage career, which I've now done twice, I've tried once as a destruction specialist and I'm doing it again kind of as a conjure specialist, the hardest part of the quest in some ways is just the walk to Winterhold as a low-level character because of all the blasted things you meet on the road. I didn't have... Each time I've gone to Winterhold, I've done it from Darkstar. And that's going along the coast. And there just isn't that much out there. There are a few wolves and things, but it's a fairly safe path to go. Well, if you come up from Whiterun and just try to follow the long road from there, you run into all kinds of trouble. Yeah, or if you go up from Windhelm, that's also just as bad. But there's a trick to this set of quests, uh, and I think it's mostly glitch-oriented, but you need to really do all the side quests before you get anywhere along the main quest for the college stuff. Well, what do you mean by all the side quests? Because I didn't... Well, let's see. There's Berlina's quest, and... Then yeah, and she, guess, won't, she won't give you that after you start the, the main quest. I guess yes, she will. Yes, she will, because I've gotten it both times after having been back and forth from Sarthal. Right, and this is what I'm saying. I think it's glitch-based, because the first time she wouldn't give it to me at all... Uh, and the second time I had that problem where she cast a spell and it hit the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that kind of is true to form. If you take her along as a companion, she does that sort of thing a lot. Is there anybody at the college that you would take as a companion out questing? Probably the Archmage. <laughs> I'd always be worried about friendly fire from mage companions. Yeah, and even if, and when you're playing a mage, the hardest part is that you do friendly fire. I have, uh, on the, the playthrough I'm doing now, where I'm doing the conjure specialist, when I flip from, you know, after I've conjured up a, a flame atronach, and I'm trying to use sparks, even with Thamedal, who will stay in the back and shoot arrows, when he does charge up, it is so easy to hit him with your, with your attacks. This is something that's very different for New Vegas, where you could specify their tactics. You could say, look, you're going to stay back and snipe these things. And I'm the one that's going to get up close and personal. And I so but, wish you had that tactical control in this game because it would be so nice to tell somebody like Fandal, just stay back there with your bow. Don't even think about pulling your sword out. Well, that's the funny thing. Oh, we have the option to tell our companion to touch something, but we can't <laughs> tell them how to fight. <laughs> that might be there only for the Boethia quest. Uh, I do like the Orcish Librarian. I think he's a conjurer, but I don't think you can get him as a follower, but he would be cool. He is cool. He's like, here's my books, and you can respect my way. I don't care mm-hmm. what you are. Or you'll get a just flaming rock. Actually, you can get a fair number of interesting spell books and things out of him if you keep doing his side quest, where he has some fairly dull fetch quests of getting this book, that book, or the other book. But you can get some good books out of him from those. Yeah, I, I kind of want to keep the books he sends me to get, though, because they're red. <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> Okay, let's let's start at the beginning. Uh, just getting there, like you said, it's a bit of a trial. 
Well, it's mainly because you're a low-level character, probably. If you're playing a mage, you're probably wandering out after you've done the, what is it, the, uh, shroud, the shroud Barrow at, uh, at Riverwood. And so you're going, or Bleak Barrow, whatever it's called. You're going out from there, you've gone to Whiterun, maybe you've killed the dragon. And then from there, you're probably, what, level 6 or 7, and you're hoofing it on the road. Maybe you're level 8 or 9, but still, you run into a Frost Troll on the road there, and you're probably toast. You know what's kind of funny is that so many people yeah. suggest you go to the college at Winterhold, like right off the bat. Um, and and no one in Skyrim likes mages. <laughs> they all hate them. So they're Maybe like, you should bring Lydia next time or something, or someone that can um, be a tank for you. Or use uh, a carriage. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I kind of thought that having Fanged all along, since he'd snipe with the bow, he'd get in my way less often. That was kind of my thinking, because the first game I played, I took Lydia along, and I killed her within minutes because she kept running in the way of my destruction spells. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then she ended up dead at your wedding. <laughs> yeah, which was all um, exciting. Yeah, I, I went there much later, I think level 20 or so, so it was uh, a lot easier to get there. I didn't have too much difficulty. And uh, being a warrior, I tend to, it, things just tend to not be as uh, threatening when you get more damage and defensive uh, capabilities. We should mention at this point that you don't have to be playing a mage to do this quest line. You don't even have to vaguely be playing a mage because when you get to the bridge and the woman there wants to challenge you and she'll ask you, you know, to cast some trivial spell, if, you're, if you've done at least the beginning of the Way of the Voice, you can tell them, I'm the Dragonborn, and get access to the college that way. Oh, you don't have to... Cast a spell. If you've done, I at think least, she gave me the spell. If yeah, she will. But the, I, there was one game I played where she asked me a spell I didn't have and didn't even have the power to play because I went there so early. So I had to, I had to come back. But I found out that if you do at least the beginning of the way of the voice, where you go up to High Rothgar and you get the first thing from them, the you know Fusroda, your inevitable force or whatever, the the, the irresistible force, whatever it is, you get that. You come back down. One of the speech responses you get out of you get to give her is. I'm the Dragonborn, I don't need to take your silly test. I mean, it's not quite that wording, but that's basically what you can do. You say, I'm the Dragonborn, I'll be a great benefit to your college. And you say, oh, yeah, we can study you. And there's no, there's no studying going on. You just go on, and the only magic you have to use is one you get right at the beginning, is the lesser ward in that first little thing with Tolftir. Right. I did that as well. It was very easy. Uh, that was an easy spell. Because I, I have noticed that there are very expensive spells for me, and that's only because I haven't been using any of these spells to lower the costs or casting. So I've been kind of worried that uh, I might have a, a challenge this time, uh, you know, because, like, most of the stuff has been, been pretty easy. Even Alduin was pretty easy compared to, like, Sunderstone Gorge, which had, like, three mages at a distance killing me, which was a pain in the ass. But, I mean... If you get bow skill up at all, they're fairly easy, which is how I did it as a non-mage. Yeah. So the initial tour, uh, it's kind of boring. It's one of those things where you have to follow somebody around. She takes you to different rooms and shows you where you can sleep. And then you go and join a lecture. And you should mention here, you should mention here. only lecture. Yeah, you should <laughs> mention this is the easiest way to get a bed to sleep in, by the way, is to, uh, is to join the Mages College. You know, I, I didn't have a bed to sleep in in my current playthrough for the longest time, and I eventually did get one, but it was, I didn't need it because I hadn't put any skill points into magic at all so i had high stamina and i was just carrying everything around it all depends on what you want to carry around i mean if you if you're interested in carrying around the dragon bones and dragon scales those add up really quick almost without regard to how much stamina you've taken i just sell them 
Well, if you're not going to make the armor, yeah, you can sell them. Although yeah, then, if you're not playing the Thieves Guild quest, it's the devil's own time to find enough places to sell them to. Well, I was, but... <laughs> so, yeah, this is the only lecture. And I was, so, I was thinking, okay, so there's going to be several lectures along this quest line, and it'll unlock interesting spells. No! <laughs> That's not the case at all. <laughs> and, and some of the mages are hard to find. I'm playing the Conjure guy, and I was hoping... To run, if there's one guy, you know, if you ask uh, Mirabelle which mages can teach you what, she'll tell you, this guy can teach you this skill, and this other guy can teach you this other skill. You're like, great, I'll go find the guy who can teach conjuring. I've wandered all through the college. For the life of me, I can't find this guy. Sometimes they're just impossible to find. Yeah. I've, the number of times I've tried to find the heal woman, the woman who does the healing stuff, she's just nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, which is weird because my first playthrough, she'd wander by every five minutes complaining about how nobody respected her. Yes, and then <laughs> when you want to learn from her, she's nowhere to be found. That's why <laughs> <one> respects her. <laughs> I really would have thought the Master Enchanter would have been at the school, or at least all the masters of the various schools would be at the, at the school. There is an Enchanter guy. There is a guy who can teach enchanting there. You just probably haven't run into him because he's hiding. No, he's not the master, though. He's like the expert. The master is uh, the high priestess of Diabella. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't want to de detract the story too much, but basically you because uh, I wanted to I wanted to max out my enchanting, so I had to break into the inner sanctum, piss her off, do a quest for her, all all in order to find out that oh, I, I ninety five was just too high for her to teach me anything after all. So <laughs> it was annoying. She can't take you to one hundred. Mm -mm. I think the highest oh, anybody can take you is 80, isn't it? Apparently, yes, yeah. that's true. And those last yeah. 20 points are hard. Yeah, they take if a you, while. Yeah. If it you is. learn from the master, you get to 90. Is it 90? Okay, but even so, it's still very hard to get past that point. So after that, you go on an expedition to some ruins, which is sort of very Indiana Jones-ish, I guess. And it's over the hill outside of Winterhold, uh, the Sarthal is uh, basically an ancient burial ground. I had no idea mages were mostly archaeologists, to be honest. <laughs> and, and this is another one that I, the first time I played, I died so many times going there because I hadn't taken a companion the, the first playthrough, and I kept running into three wolves. Just going to Sarthal. Never mind Sarthal itself, but just going there. Good lord. Maybe you should level up, because I was level 40 with two flame swords, and I just made... Uh, easy walk, kick walk of that place and I got to do two quests there because the three brothers quest, one of the pieces is in there and you have to kill one of the brothers there so that was like really productive Yeah, so this is one of the interesting things about the three brothers quest, right? I've run into that quest from a completely different angle in my current playthrough and I've already got one of the pieces uh, I found, uh, there was somebody who mentioned a legend, I went to the place I found the guy's diary of someone who was trying to find one of the pieces and I finished that dungeon getting one of the pieces and, uh, and killed one of the brothers. So it's really, it's really strange that uh, there's more than one way to get into that three brothers quest. It's pretty cool that they do that. You can stumble on that multiple ways because different playthroughs I've hit it different ways. Right. So uh, nevertheless, down in Sarthol is <laughs> a warning and uh, uh, from, what do they call themselves? The Sijic monks, they, the Sijic monks come and warn you about this great danger that's about to befall you. This is after you found the big glowing green ball. Now, Sijic monks, they're, um, they're pretty interesting. They, they seem to have a Federation no-interference policy going on. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I kept feeling like, if this is so easy to solve, why don't you morons come here and do it? You can stop time, for gosh sakes. Yeah, and you could take the thing out of Winterhold. I couldn't believe they took it out of that place so quickly. It was like they didn't even, they didn't even pause to study it or anything. They just, oh, let's get it to the school right away. Yeah, well, you're getting ahead. Of, that's towards the end of the quest. You're getting ahead of things. But, yeah, they, they can handle oh, all this trouble. But they won't help you along the way other than to give you vague hints. Now, obviously, for gameplay purposes, that's how you want it. But it does seem to be a little odd. They, they, can, they can't intervene but until the very end. Well, I, I think it's more that they don't want to intervene. Uh, like, you know, maybe they've taken it like a vow of silence. They've taken a vow of non-in- non-interference. I suspect, I mean, they're clearly very powerful mages. I suspect at some point in their past, they as a group did something that they've regretted ever since. And so they've changed what they, what they are as a group. They're like not going to change dis- alter anything anymore. Like maybe disappearing half of Winterhold? bad. <laughs> so, so they're very mysterious now that they keep to themselves and they, they realize that um, perhaps something that is related to them uh, is going down and, and they, they feel a bit of guilt, but not enough to actually do anything about it directly. Yeah, and so, if, you, if you play yeah. this as a mage, this is where you're, you know, you're going to get the, this is where you start getting the cascading things early in the game where you're going to run across pretty much all the different things because the next place they send you after you, you know, you get the ball, after you go through Sarthal and go through all that trouble, you get the ball back to the uh, college, and they send you off at this point to, Maz- uh, no, they send you the Augur of Dunlane. That's what they do first. First, you have to go down and talk to him about what's you coming in the future. Books? Uh, yeah, you need to, you need oh, to find Oh, that's right. You need to find the books the first, and then after you find the books, then you talk to the Augur. Then you right. talk to the white energy blob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually thought this is a pretty interesting character, uh, and too bad he didn't really stick around very long, where he, he had well, – what, how, how was it explained? He'd basically been exploring different kinds of magic and the, the, the core of, of what magic is, and in a sense, you could almost say he's ascended. <laughs> well, he overloaded the warp core, and that was the end of him. Well, no, it's more, it's more like Stargate, where, where they turn into a glowing energy yeah, light yeah. beam. Although this raises a side question I wanted to ask, since we're on the Augur of Dunlane, and you go down there to talk to him after you do the book, book fetch quest. Although that's where you meet the caller, isn't it, when you're doing the book, book fetch quest in Nightcaller? Yes, now? well, the caller's got one of the books. Yeah. <laughs> you shall fear me. No, it won't. <laughs> and then the funny part about that is the first time I played this, I, this was before I really understood the whole quest marker thing, and I had the devil's own time finding one of the books because it was on the floor, and I kept not understanding where the quest marker was. Okay. <laughs> well, this was on my first playthrough, so it didn't quite ring to me yet. But So you, you go there to that temple, and you walk through a whole bunch of mages that you have to slay, which if you're playing a bow specialist, I found was really trivial because I kept sniping them. But as a mage, it was a lot harder, right? I kept having to conjure my flame atronach and then stand back while that slayed them. And if it didn't, I had to pull my destruction spell out. That was a lot harder as a mage. As a destruction mage, I found it pretty easy. And as an archer, I found it pretty easy. So I guess conjuring is a bit different because your only weapon is exterior to you. Yeah, you finish them off with destruction after you've conjured whatever it is. But after you go to Nightcaller Temple, you get the books, you come back, and that's when they send you to the Augur of Dunlane. The question I wanted to ask at this point is, did anybody else ever figure out what that weird room down... If You, you know, you ask Tolfdir where the Augur is, and he sends you down to the Midden, which is basically the trash heap. And you go wandering through the sewers of uh, Winterhold to... Or not Winterhold, the college, to find this dude... But on your way there, there's this weird room that looks kind of like a huge enchanting th- table. Anybody else run across that? 
No. Uh, it's down there. I, 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 I have no idea what it's oh, for. That might be where you can make data hearts. I've heard of a uh, enchanting room near the midden of, uh, of um, uh, Winterhold where you put in a human heart and a black soul, filled black soul gem, and you can get um, a data heart. Supposedly. Oh, well, I bet that's what it's for then. Because there is a spot where I tried to put something in a container and it said you don't have the right ingredients, but that was all it told me. Huh. There's okay. probably some Radiant Quest somewhere that I've not run across, and no matter how many times I've played, I have not run across. Okay, so that's a side this thing. Is, this is what the, the wiki says about it. It's called the Midden Dark. It contains a ritual chamber with a large black metal gauntlet on a pedestal. The Midden Incident Report can be found on the table here alongside with the Investigator's Key. If you follow the clues in the report, the player can find the rings needed in the Arcanium in a Master Lock chest. Uh, uh, so shortly afterwards, the Dramora Velik Sane will be summoned. And uh, that's all it really says. There are exits out of that to the shoreline. Uh, and, that's, uh, and there's a character wishing to access this area and the uh, Atronok Forge without having to enroll the college. So... There's definitely something interesting to be to be uh, to be discovered there that I haven't seen before. So that's I've never I've seen it. I've just never figured it out until you mentioned it on the wiki page. I was kind of trying <laughs> not to read the wiki page for it. There's an interesting point here on the wiki page about the midden. <laughs> it says a large amount of brooms can be collected here to be used as <laughs> <its> forge. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, Penny Arcade was right. <laughs> yep. So, so Mizoft is really cool. And I, at, at the time I was doing this quest, I was also doing the Transmuting the, the Mundane, the blood quest, which also sends you to the same place. Yeah, and you find, you, well, certainly you get the uh, Falmer blood there. No, no, it's not that. You have to uh, unlock the, the secrets inside the Oh, right, 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 right. Before yeah. you can do the blood bit. So you have to take that cube all the way down into Mizoft. No, wait, wait, wait. That's not Mizoft. Isn't that offhand? That's offhand. That's a different place. Okay. Mizelft is just... I know it intersected somewhere. Yeah, no, no. The Mizelft, offhand is where you can get all the blood. That's a different Dwemer ruin entirely. Mizelft is where, if you're playing as a mage and you're not that high level, that's your first encounter with the Dwemer machinery and your first encounter with Falmer. And that was the one where I said in one of the early podcasts, the first time one of those dwarven sentries or centurions, not a centurion, the, uh, the, the battle bots dropped down, scared the daylights out of me because there I was, and before I knew what was happening, I was dead. They were tough for me too, but they haven't been tough this time around. And it's, it's that whole weird leveling thing that the first time you interact with that, that faction, it gets level set. Yeah. And I think I must have interacted with them a little bit earlier this time than I did last time because they're so much easier now. But Mizolt's yeah. cool. You've got this... Um, they have, they, in a couple of these places, they have these gigantic machines... Basically, I guess telescopes in a way that that shine the light from the universe down through various crystals to reveal knowledge about, I guess, the structure of time and space. And you run across um, a group of mages from apparently from Cyrodiil who are there investigating and then they get all torqued off when you finally find your way to the bottom and they say this machine's broken and we don't have the focusing crystal, which you're supposed to have picked up on one of I think one of the Balmery fight on your way there. And yeah, the last room, one of the last rooms that has three Falmer that you can either evade if you're sneaky or kill if not. And you, I guess you pickpocket the guy if you're not, if you're being sneaky. But anyway, you pick up the crystal and you go down to the bottom. That's where the guy starts getting torqued off because he thinks you're pulling one over on him because he's supposed to be finding great secrets of where magic items are all over uh, Tamriel. 
and all we can see is the big glowing ball over in winter holes. Yeah, that was funny. But that that quest, uh, that like had me stumped for a while uh, until I until I realized it was the temperature. So I started. You have to use your flame spell and your ice spell to heat and cool the machine to make it focus properly. Yeah, and then align the big rings around the top so that it all matches up. Yeah, the first time I did that, the only way I figured it out, I was so ticked off at not being able to figure something out that I pulled out a flame spell and 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 lit it up because I was pissed off at it. And then I noticed stuff was happening. <laughs> I didn't get annoyed. I just just had to keep thinking about it until I until I got it. So, yeah, it's really cool. It's a whole map of Tamriel there, and the two dots, one for the staff of Magnus. Uh, is it Magnus? Yeah. Stop Magnus and the other one for the Odd Magnus, which is at the college. You're talking about ring alignments that reminded me of the Elder Scroll puzzle where you had to press the little buttons, but you pretty much just press them in a row and eventually everything unlocks. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that, but this one you have to use your magic to, to align the lights, like Michael was saying. And then you, okay. take, you take that information back to the college. And is it at this point, Michael, where Ancano has gone just crazy and decided he's going to yeah. use all, he's going to use all the power? And you find that, you know, they're, they're locked in battle with him. And it's, they send you off to get the Staff of Magnus. Or is it... Or oh, no, you, you defeat him first. And at that point, the arch, Archmage is down for the count. Everybody's hurt. And then, and then they realize that the eye is out of control. And the only way to fix it is to get the Staff. Well, no, so you haven't defeated Ancano. You try to defeat him. That's when you find out they're all down for the count. He's in the room with the eye doing whatever it is he's doing. Oh, that's right, because the stuff itself drains magic. Right, and it's what you're going to use to drain magic out of it, and then once you've drained magic out of it, you take his protection down, and then you can kill him with whatever you've got, the bow, really? the sword, the, the whatever. I, I took his protection down, <laughs> killed him, then I dealt with the eye. Okay, but you can do it in either direction, but anyway, you get the Staff of Magnus, you come back, you deal with that crap, and now that the Archmage is dead, you know, it's kind of like the end of the Companion's Quest or the Thieves' Guild or the Dark Brotherhood. Now that you've defeated the big bat for this quest, they say, well, the, uh, only in this one, it's not the mages who make you the head of the order. It's the Sigic monks who show up and say, well, since you're the only guy who showed any brain power here at all, we think you should beat the Archmage. Just funny because everybody seems to agree after that. <laughs> no matter how many companions you've killed, because at this point I had burned through, in my first playthrough, I had burned through two mages and I had to pay the 250 gold fine twice. And there's Tolfjur. Well, yeah, he seems good. <laughs> oh my god. problem that the other people aren't good enough to fight with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the playthrough where I burned through every follower I had. This was before I realized that they can't die in a combat due to enemy action. They can only die if you do something to them. So evidently you were killing them this whole time. Well, they kept running up in front of me, and I'd either hit them with a spell or an arrow, and it was that was the killing blow. It's that they can get hurt pretty badly, but it's like when you're fighting. It's like if you're fighting the town guard or the Jarl's men, there are people that aren't killable, and the best you can do is send them to their knees. Your companions, the enemy, can send them to their knees. It's you that puts them in the grave. Yeah, okay. that's what I've noticed. So, so here's um, here's the most interesting part about the college, I believe, and that is once you're the archmage, you've done all that. Actually, I'm not even sure you need to be archmage for this to matter. But once you've mastered one of the magic um, skill lines, say destruction magic or conjuration, alteration, illusion, and restoration, once you're at 100, the master for that line offers you a new speech line. Uh, so, for example, if you did destruction magic like I did, you can talk to Feralda. And she's the master for destruction. 
And she sent you on a special quest. And once you get to the end of that quest, uh, which I guess we probably won't talk to at the moment, uh, you get to unlock the most powerful destruction spell that you can get, which is, I believe, Firestorm. Oh, wow. I had no idea that happened. <laughs> completely but, missed that. As well as that, she will also sell you two other books based on destruction magic, which is Blizzard and Lightning Storm. But the Firestorm does 100 points fiery explosion at the center of the caster. Um, so it's like the, the I've done that with a scroll. I've done that with scrolls. And the first time I did it with a scroll I found, I had to go back on a save because I killed my follower. <laughs> I, I had to decide. <laughs> I, what I did is I went back on a save and said, why don't you wait here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, hang on. I'll just go through the rewards for doing the other master quests. So if you do conjuring... What will you get? You'll... A Dramora, maybe? Probably. Let's have a look. Well, you get the Sangarn Rose from the one of the Daedric Princes, so... That's you the, get the Flame Thrall. You can buy the Ice Thrall, Storm Thrall, and Dead Thrall. Oh, wow. So the, nice. The Flame Thrall does what? It uh, summons a Flame Antrioch permanently. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Killer. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, so I, maybe I need to take back my notion that mages are underpowered compared to the other guys if, if, you, if you do all of this stuff, which I completely missed. Well, you would have to get to 100 in all five lines to get all of this stuff. Right, right. But I did have at least destruction up close to 100 in one of the playthroughs that I stopped. And the reason I stopped that was the main quest glitch that I've ta- talked about before. So I, I never took it to 100. I had it up in the 90s and said, oh, I'm torqued off of this glitch and quit. Well, in the alteration spells, you can get Dragonhide spell, the master spell for that. Caster ignores 80% of physical damage for 30 seconds. So you're pretty much indestructible. (laughs) Mass paralysis, everything in the area becomes paralyzed for 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. And equilibrium, convert 25 points of health into magicka per second. So if you've got lots of health, then you can pretty much have unlimited magic. It's blood magic. Yeah. Regeneration potion, that ought to help. Uh, the master level illusion spells that you can unlock doing this stuff. Hysteria. So creatures and people up to level 25 flee combat for 60 seconds. And that, uh, you know, I can tell you from a scroll I ran into, that is a great spell because there was a part of the um, Basalt thing where I knew it was going to be tough. There's the part kind of halfway through where you run across a Falmer and two um, of, the, of the chorus things. And I knew I was going to have trouble with them. So what I did is I told Fandal to stay back. And then I went up and used a scroll of Hysteria. And that was awesome because they all killed each other. Well, there's also Harmony and Mayhem, which are the other variants of that. But the one that really has me curious right now is Vision of the Tenth Eye. See what others cannot. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> now you're going to make me do this blasted thing just to see that, that, that spell. <laughs> I bet you it's just a spell for one quest line or something. <laughs> Yeah, or they've hidden something, made it invisible, and then if you cast a spell, you'll be able to see it. Mm -hmm. It's Uh, not actually vision. (laughs) And and because we all know that restoration is lame, the master level restoration spells are Bane of the Undead, sets undead up to level 30 on fire and makes them flee for 30 seconds. (laughs) Uh, Really? uh, Undead up to level 35, entering the circle will flee, caster heals 20 health per second inside it. Yeah, kind of lame. 
I like it for healing myself when I need to, but that's not worth going to 100 for if that's the reward. Yeah, that's pretty lame. <laughs> no, you can actually beat the Death Lords pretty easily if you if you have high sneak. They're easy to beat just with two daggers, the 15x benefit, and you sneak up on them. I, I always found that pretty awesome. Or plunk a few arrows from a Daedric bow in a distance. <laughs> or just wear dragon armor and two flame swords and they're dead. <laughs> you know that backstab uh, 15 times damage thing? Mm-hmm. The number of times I've accidentally put the dagger in my left hand instead of my right, it doesn't do the backstab thing if it's in your left hand, only in your right. Really? I had no idea. Oh, it must be wow. one-handed stabby only, I see. Yes, and they have something against left-handers, I guess. They really do, and there's other things you can't do. You can't throw poisons and stuff um, with your left hand. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I want poison grenades. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what happens if you actually bother to get to the finale of of these mage quest stuff. Get all the way to 100. Um, still doesn't make it. I mean, I had that as, as the destruction master in my first playthrough. I had that thing, and it still wasn't enough. To, to fend off everything. Yeah, okay. But that that's a whole part of the quest I missed. I got to the end, got to be Archmage, and I kind of thought it was done. Yeah, you should get back. And I think that permanent flame antriok is pretty awesome because, you know, if it dies, you just make another one. Well, no, that that's worth the price of admission all by itself there. I'm playing a Contra guy, and I think I'm definitely going to go all the way for that. Well, I think that's probably all we can say. I mean, there are a lot of optional quest lines from the major major's quests. Well, yeah, like the the guy with the books. He'll send you off in de- infinitely to get books, just like you can go to Vex and uh, Delvin to get infinite Thieves Guild quests or back to the Night Mother for infinite assassinations. There's there's always that. Yeah, and there's um, various things that Sergius wants you to do, like uh, picking picking up some item from a client for enchanting. Like yeah, then, there's, then there's the other guy who wants you to pick up the 10 Dwemer Cogs, which the worst part about that is those things are heavy. Yeah. I went around collecting the wrong things instead of the cogs. <laughs> and you guys should be thankful they're not as heavy as they were in Morrowind. They were 50 oh. pounds apiece. Jeez. <laughs> they were huge. Well, I think on that note, uh, everybody should go to Facebook and vote for Mackie. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only conclusion I come to from all of this. Or vote for the computer voice. I think if everybody votes for the computer voice, the computer, computer voice will have a, a thing or two to say to you. Uh, I'm sure Mackie will too, but Mackie's no <laughs> computer voice. <laughs> we, haven't seen, we haven't seen her in person, so we're not really sure of that. Well, okay, I suppose that's true. <laughs> if you've missed an episode and you want to catch up or you want to subscribe to the iTunes feed, join our Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter or join even the Steam group. Hey, speaking of that, I've had some people messaging me on the Steam group and having some interesting chats with people. Um, I think it's better off in the Facebook group, just because usually I'm playing games. (laughs) (laughs) But you're always welcome, of course. Uh, So or you want to join us in the Steam group, you can find all these links and more at www.joroba.com, J-A-R-O-B-E-R.com slash Thumcast, T-H-U-M-C-A-S-T. And uh, that's all I've got. Any other last words from anybody? I do have one to point out something about. Uh, remember how I was talking about some of my items being stolen, yet they never were? I found out if you tell your companion to pick up stuff that you dropped, it, it might be labeled as stolen uh, <laughs> when they pick it up, which is that's what terrible. I think happened to my Dawnstar and my Dragon Ball. Yeah, I've read about that. Oh, yes, it is. That's awesome. Okay, well, yeah, and they, the, the town 
the town guard took my Dawnbreaker sword, so I had to console myself a new one. <laughs> Ooh. On that note.